And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the MLB DFS Quick Hits for Wednesday, June 14th edition. Hope everybody had a good Tuesday night of action. It was a lot of fun. Lots of fun. 50 home runs were hit last night. It's crazy what's going on this year, and it's going to keep happening. This massive heat wave coming through for the next week or two. Balls are going to be flying, folks. Um, you can say that weather doesn't matter, parks don't matter. They do matter, and it's it's been showing. So we are going to see a lot of offense, and tonight we should see a ton as the pitching is, there's no, like, quote-unquote lock. There is landmines everywhere. Uh, you got a three-game early slate. A 11-game main slate will be attacking that main slate. I'll give you a quick overlook of the three-gamer in a minute. Let's talk about your weather. Oakland-Miami is not on any of the slates. It's a 9-10 start, Pacific time, 12-10 Eastern. Not on any of the slates. you got Reds, Padres coming up. Decent weather there. Um, Atlanta at Washington threats the thunderstorms 40 to 50% chances or so really really hot really really humid so if they do play that game the ball has the good flying potential uh, Colorado at Pittsburgh you know it's going to be raining during the day but it clears up a little bit and then comes back in later at night it's going to be interesting to see if that one gets in at all you got um, pretty good humidity in that one up the ball fly as well Tampa Bay Toronto if the Rogers Center opens the roof the wind is howling out to left field. Keep that one in mind. Cubs, Mets. Uh, it's not as hot as it's, as it's been the last few days, but wind's blowing out hard to left field, which is very, very nice. And that one with Mr. Dark Knight on the mound. D-backs, Tigers. Wind blowing in hard from left field. Um, better for the pitchers, but still, hitters are going to have fun that tonight, I have a feeling. Dodgers, Indians. Chance of thunderstorms. Uh Get, they're strong in the morning. They weaken during game time. They pick up at night. Keep an eye on that one. Mariners, Twins, wind blowing out hard to left for another bloodbath potentially. The first night it was the Mariners' turn. Last night, Twins 20-6, to just shellacking Eddie Rosario three home runs. It's going to be nasty again tonight. Baltimore, Chicago, uh, White Sox. Good chances of rain on that one, 40-50% to 50% chances. Keep an eye on that. Rangers, Astros, if they open the roof, it's hot. Wind blowing out to center field. Uh, Brewers, St. Louis, very, very hot in St. Louis. Good hitting environment between the Brew Crew and the Cardinals. And then not too bad in Anaheim between the Yankees and the Angels. So not as many great spots as as last time weather-wise, but still plenty of good ones to look at. For your three-game early slates, you got Cincinnati at San Diego, Royals at Giants, Braves at Washington, um, Cincinnati, San Diego, you got Amir Garrett at 4900 bucks. Chassin at 71 Chassin's one of the arms I would be targeting today. Uh, the Reds, you know, they can hit, but they're outside of Great American Ballpark. If anybody listened to me on Clayton Richard at 5K last night, he looked phenomenal. One out away from the shutout. Um, they, they struggle against Perdomo. You know, they have the offense to explode at any moment. Getaway Day might show a weaker lineup, which is nice. Chassin, we've talked about in the past, has thrown really, really well at home. He's really flourished at home. Um, not a good pitcher, so you take that with a grain of salt. But you got Red striking out 21% of the time. Chassin strikes out 20.3%. He's in a 52.3% ground ball rate, which is outstanding. Uh, back-to-back ground ball pitchers shut down the Reds. You hope to get three in a row. Um, Reds have one of the lower totals on the board of 4.10. Uh, 
Lefty's hitting 350, righty's 296 off Chassine. So he's a decent option on a three-game slate. Kansas City, or, and you're looking at the, the Padres bats against Garrett, uh, big time. Big time Padres bats in that one. Um, San Diego team total 440, lefty's 373, righty's 383. Um, Hedges, Perilla, Myers, Renfro. Renfro against the lefties, amazing plays there. And then I still don't mind. Uh, lefties are hitting them okay. Uh, Solarte is a switch hitter, so he's also in play. But uh, see what their lineup pulls out. San Diego gets your value. They continue to do it. I've been riding those coattails. If you've been listening, you've been with me. So um, Padres bats and Chasin are in play. If you're fading Chasin, Joey Votto, Billy Hamilton, if he gets on and runs. Duvall's always worth the home run option there. And Shevler definitely in play. Left-handed bat in that one. Kansas City at the Giants. You got Jason Hamlet, seventy hundred bucks versus Johnny Cueto, eleven seven. Cueto, your high price pitcher by three K on this slate. He's in a great spot going up against uh, Kansas City. Strikes out twenty one point five percent of the time. Johnny striking out twenty three point six percent. Good twelve percent swinging strike rate. Giving up a lot of hard contact. That's why he's he's like the Samarja that they're they're one A and one B and making you sweat out your starts. But really good spot. Uh, lowest total on the board for the Royals, 3.32. Lefty's hitting 299, righty's 277. Royals with a really bad Woba 296 versus right-handed pitching. Johnny's had a little bit of issue walking guys lately. He's got those blister issues, but he's been pitching through it. Pitching pretty well for the most part. Um, he's definitely in play on a short slate. If you're going to pay up, I have no problem with that at all. If not, you're looking at the likes of uh, maybe Hosmer, He's kind of heating up. Moustakis always, he's having a really, really good year. Salvi Perez, if he's in the lineup, day game after a night game. Uh, Bonifacio hits righties really well. So a couple options there from the Royals. Uh, they'll be very contrarian. If uh, Jason Hamill, yes, the Giants offense is bad. I get it. I totally get it. But Jason Hamill is really, really bad. 35.4% ground ball rate is not good. Barely an average hard contact rate. He's been pitching better of late. I'll give him that. But lefty's hitting 335, righty's 307. Um, like Belt, Posey, Crawford, like them a ton. Pence has been cold. Nunez swinging a really good stick is in play. Giants can be sneaky on a day game. Um, they're not a good offense, but every now and again they're worth targeting on a three-game slate. Might be that day. Atlanta at Washington, Taylor on 6600 bucks versus Tanner Rourke, 8700 Tanner Rourke, very solid play today. Well, solid for a three-game slate. I always like Tanner as a cash game play because he's got a pretty high floor, but the ceiling's not the best, but it has once-in-a-while potential. You got Atlanta strikes out 19.5% of the time. Rourke strikes out 19% of his batters. Not a big K rate. Low walks. Decent ground ball at 45.1%. The hard contact's very, very low at 26.9%. Lots to like about that. Braves do have a team total of 440. Lefty's 296, righty's 282 versus Rourke. So if you want to attack Rourke, you can. Kemp, Adams, Marcakis, and Ciarte all in play. But uh, on a three-game slate, is one of your top options. Uh, you can match them with Cueto or use them as your number one if you're not using Cueto. Basically, all three home starters I like a lot. Chassin, Cueto, and Rourke. Uh, I go that route. If you're going to go Teheran, I get it. For the GPP upside, because when he's on, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. This year, it's just been, when is Tehran going to be on? He's a heavy dog in this matchup. Washington strikes out a little over 19% of the time. Tehran's only striking out about 16.7% of the batters he's facing. 
very low ground ball rate, bad home run to fly ball ratio. Uh, Nationals second highest total on the board at 510. As lefties hitting 347 off Tehran. Righty's only 259. But you got to love Harper. Uh, got to love Murphy. Uh, look at the likes of Zimmerman all the time. Weeders is a good look from the left side. Um, Trey Turner's been playing really well. Interesting plays here. They might rest some guys day game after night game type deals. Keep an eye on the lineup. If the lineup misses some of those big bats, especially some of those big lefties, makes it a little more intriguing. If Adam Lynn's in the lineup, because Zimmerman might get the day off after, you know, being out with an injury, coming back, hitting two homers. He sits out a lot of day games after night games. Does a lot this year. Adam Lynn's a great play for some value as well. So keep an eye on that. Washington should be extremely chalky today. Uh, and Cueto should be the chalky pitcher. So there you have it there, your three-game slate. Good luck with that. But we're going to attack this 11-game monster that we have here that just has warts all over it. It's like just it's nasty. We're going to kick it off um, with your totals real quick to get you going. If you wanted the totals for the early games, you got Reds, Padres is 8.5, Royals, Giants, 7.5, Braves, Nats, 9.5. As we get to the evening slate, Red Sox, Phillies, 9.5. Rockies, Pirates, 8.5. Rays, Jays, 9. Cubs, Mets, 9. D-backs, Tigers, 9. Dodgers, Indians, there's only 8. Mariners, Twins, 10.5. Orioles, White Sox, 10. Rangers, Astros, 9.5. Brewers, Cardinals, 9. Yankees, Angels, 7.5. So lots of good totals to attack. We kick it off with Corey Kluber, 12,500. At home against the Dodgers, there's three pitchers at five digits or more. Kluber leads the pack. Huge upside in this one. His two starts back from the DL, 22.1, 35.7 DraftKings points. Six innings in both starts, 8Ks, 10Ks. Decent ground ball to fly ball. He got to 98 pitches his last time out, so you have nothing to worry about in that respect. Only thing you have to worry about is going up against the Dodgers, who hit left uh, righties very well, but they have up their K rate to 23.4. As the clue bot has struck out almost 29%, he's faced swinging strike rate of 13.9. Um, we loved Bauer yesterday for that increased K rate. We like the we like Kluber because we know he's got the K rate, but the price tag's 6K more than Bauer, so it makes it a little more like you got to think a little bit. But when it comes to the Dodgers, 372 total, third lowest on the day, second lowest on the slate. Lefty's 292, righty's 273 off Kluber. Lots to like there. We know they can hit well. Heck, I used Ballinger yesterday. He hit two homers. They're both off the bullpen, both off the lefties. But he can hit anybody. When you hit Andrew Miller deep, you can hit anybody. So they do have some threats there, no doubt about it. Jock Jam's back, but you know he can run into one once in a while, but he's overall not a scare. You got uh, Turner at third, who hits righties well. Uh, Seager. There's, there's, few, there's few scares, no doubt about it. But Kluber at 12... Five is one of the better options by far on a slate of just ugliness. Move up to Michael Pineda, 11-1 at the Angels. Very solid play here. Coming off a solid start against the Red Sox after a hiccup against Toronto prior to that. He's been really, really good, averaging almost 20 DraftKings points per start. Uh, when you're looking at Pineda, he's just getting it done to a K percentage of 25.6. Angels strike out 20% of the time. 13.3% swing strike rate. And one thing you love about Pinata, sure he gives up a lot of home runs, 21% homer and a fly ball. But the hard contact is only 28.6%, which is really, really good. And a 51.5% ground ball rate, which is outstanding. So it's like when he makes the 
one mistake, they take advantage of it. Overall, he's limited the mistake this year. Angels' second lowest total on the day, lowest total on the night slate in front of the Dodgers at 3.61. It's weird because lefties are in 329, righties 321. He's just minimized the damage, gotten the strikeouts, plays with fire. It's not always comfortable, but you can, on a slate like this, you can justify it against the Troutless Angels team. It was swinging it better of late. There's no doubt about it. But the the upside is definitely there with Pineda in this one. You have Urban Santana, 10300 bucks at home against the Seattle Mariners. I always, if you've been listening, have trouble paying for Urban Santana. And he continues to get it done. He had one rocky start against the Angels. But other than that, he's been filthy. He had a complete game shutout against the Giants his last time out. He's been going like 7-plus on almost every start this year. He's been racking you up 25-plus on like almost every start except like two or three. He's been good. It seems like when he has a bad start, it's really, really bad. He's not getting you like 15 points. He's getting you like five or less, maybe negatives. But when he goes off, he's getting you 20-plus, 25-plus easy. Now, you're in a matchup with Seattle where the total's high. They're hitting the ball very, very well. Um, pick your poison. It's very dicey. They strike out 20.6% of the time. Santana's striking out. Little about 18 and a half, decent ground ball rate, hard contact rates, very good. He's limiting that very, very well. When you're talking Seattle Mariners, they have a team total of they're one of the highest on the board at 5.01. Lefty's hitting 266, righty's 287. So the team total's high. We know Santana can shut down anybody. He's proven it, but we've shown he can get blown up as well. Very risky play, GPP only. I'll sprinkle some because I can't not have him anymore after what he's been doing. I, I I have to admit I've been wrong with him. But at the same time, I know for a fact I would not be surprised if he gets blown up in this game. So be very careful with that one. So with your three top arms, it's Kluber, Pineda, Santana, pretty much in that order. I know it sounds simple, but that's what it is. Kluber's got the most upside, even though the Dodgers can go off at any time. He's got the most upside. Pineda's really, really good. None of these guys are safe. He might be, quote-unquote, the safest of the three, but I don't like saying that the way the Angels actually kind of hit the ball before this series against the Yankees. And then Santana, he could outscore them all. Uh, he could go th- throw another shutout, but very risky play there. Now we leave the 5K range. Your next picture is all the way down to 8200 bucks, $2,100 cheaper. And it's just ugly all the way from the 76 to the 82. There's four pitchers. I can recommend them all to you. I have reasons for them all, and I have reasons to hate them all. Um, so we're going to go through this together and try to narrow this down. I narrowed it down last time, but we're going to talk it out. Taiwan Walker, 8200 bucks, making his return from blisters and the DL at the Detroit Tigers, was having a really solid year coming into this. Um, when you're talking Taiwan, strikes out 20.6% of the batters he faces. Great ground ball rate of 50%. Pitching in most of his half his games in Chase Field, an 8% home run to fly balls outstanding. You got um, the Tigers who strike out 23.2% of the time, which is ideal. Remember, they are scary. They are cheap, so stacking is always an option. It was like I said last night against Granky. Granky pitched well for five innings, and they finally got to him. Their offense has gotten better, but they also throw up duds so, so often. It's so confusing. Um, but Walker, with goodness, rehab starts. Shouldn't be held back much at all. Tigers have a 4-6-9 team total. Lefties hitting 313, righties 326. In his career, lefties and righties are pretty much even with him. So 
little reverse splits right now, but overall they both hit them about the same, about average. Um, it's a tough play. Coming off the DL, I usually hate doing that to begin with. Going with Detroit's tough. GPPY should be low owned. He's going up against Zimmerman, so the chance of a win's not bad. It's just a tough play. I can get behind it, but it's tough. That's how all these are going to be. Jake Odorizzi, seventy nine hundred bucks at Toronto, coming off a really really solid start against the White Sox, six and two thirds, eight hits, three earned, eight Ks. He got blitzed at Seattle, had a rough one in Minnesota, then pitched great against the Angels. Most of these great starts have come at home, but he's uh, where one one of his starts was against Toronto, seven innings, three hits, one earned, six Ks for twenty eight points. His road starts, he had a good one at Miami, but that's about it. His road starts have been very, very shaky. He had another home start against Toronto for 19.1 points. So he's pitched well against Toronto in his two starts this year. But those are both at home. Been shaky on the road. Want to bring that up. Toronto, like Detroit, very inconsistent bats. They're healthy now, so they're slowly heating up. We saw Faria shut them down last night. We loved that. Uh, Odorizzi strikes out 21.4% of the batters he faces. You have uh, Toronto striking out 20.5% of the time. But uh, low ground ball rate. gets a lot of hard contact. 36.3% hard contact. Home run to fly ball is huge. Toronto very much in play tonight at the plate. Odorizzi is a GPP only. Toronto 4.72 team total. Lefties 268. Righties 337. Big reverse split. So Donaldson, Bautista... Good looks there, um, and a few others we'll get to later. But um wanted to mention Odorizzi as he's pitched well against them, but he's been bad on the road, so I'm trying to break these guys up for you. Be careful. Dylan Bundy, 7700 bucks at the White Sox. Bundy's been that guy all year. Pretty good cash game play. He's like a 15-plus point guy. Floor's pretty pretty stable. He's given up about two runs. He gave up three his last start out, but he got six Ks, which is nice, at the Yankees. But he's like two earned runs and three straight starts prior to that. He had a rough one at Detroit, but then great at Kansas City. He's been pretty just blah, 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 gets through it. Not lighting the world on fire. So I could see him as a cash game player tonight. I could see him as a GPP if you hope he strikes guys out, which is always that I don't know. Chicago does strike out 23.4% of the time. Bundy's hard contact rate is 31 point, or 34%. It is high. In the last 30 days, he's ninth worst on the barrel FIP board at 585 barrel FIP getting barreled up 7.75% of the time. Now, in that time, his K rate's gone up to almost 18%. So maybe he's trying to, you know, attack the zone and get the strikeouts more instead of pitching around the zone. I don't know. He's throwing the cutter a ton, so he's probably leaving it out there. It's a risky play. Chicago does it right handed pitching very well. We saw it yesterday um, against Asher. When you're looking at the White Sox, they have a 493 team total. Lefty's 321, righty's 315 off Bundy. So it's a risky play, but he's been very consistent, more consistent than a lot of the arms on the slate tonight, which brings him into the possible play window. Now, the fourth guy here, Brandon McCarthy, 7,600 at the Cleveland Indians. Now, the Cleveland Indians bats are stupid cheap tonight, which we'll get to later, but McCarthy's been really, really good. You don't know how deep he's going to go. He had a, a slow, a, a shortened start in St. Louis because of a potential injury, but he was fine. Came back seven innings, three hits, two earned, four Ks against the Nationals for sixteen point eight. On tonight's slate, like you saw last night, fifteen plus you'll take out of your pitcher. Prior to that rocky start in St. Louis, where he left with an injury, great against Chicago, great against Miami. Overall, been pretty darn good this year. 
big K upside when it comes to Brandon McCarthy. We're talking a, a Cleveland team that strikes out 20.5% of the time. Hard contact rate of only 25.6% for McCarthy, 46% ground ball rate. The last 30 days, sixth best on the barrel FIP leaderboard, getting barreled up 0.87% of the time. So definitely limiting the hard contact, striking out 22.61% of the batters he's facing. He's definitely in play. It's very good GPP play because people will attack Cleveland bats. I will have a Cleveland stack, just like I said yesterday. Estrada's interesting, but I don't feel good about it. The upside's there, but Tampa Bay bats, I stacked Tampa Bay at a couple lineups. They went off. Cleveland, I would definitely have some exposure to, but I do like McCarthy with the upside in this one. It's it's there. On a slate like this, I'd almost, if, I, if you're not making a ton of lineups, don't do it, obviously. But I don't recommend it all the time, but there's so many questionable pitchers on this slate that having some, you know, hedging going on isn't the worst thing you can do. So your four pitchers there in the middle, you got Walker, Odorizzi, Bundy, McCarthy. Now we're going to rank them like this. Um, We got McCarthy as my one, unless you're using Kluber, obviously, then you're not doing it. You got Bundy as your two, Walker as your three, Odorizzi as your four in that range. Now, all very scary. I try to stick with McCarthy and Bundy as the two if you have to, even though they can get blown up like the rest of them. They just have the most stability out of them, and that's not saying a lot because nothing's stable about this. One more thing about McCarthy I wanted to mention when you're talking the Indians, team total 428, which is kind of low on this slate. Lefty's hitting 282, righty's 274 against him. Let's get down to the three, maybe four punts on the slate. We'll kick it off with Herman Marquez. He should be chalky uh, for 6700 bucks at Pittsburgh. He's been pretty solid. He had a rocky start his last time out in three innings pitched. Was, I think it was weather. I couldn't read. Five Ks. Still had 11.2 points. He had 12 points at San Diego, but then 17.4 against the Cardinals. 20.9 at Philly. 15-7. 35-6. 25-3 in the mix. Huge upside. At worst, pretty decent downside in a matchup against Pittsburgh, which we know is they, they, they're they hot and cold. Let's just put it that way. Mostly cold. You're talking Marquez. Where the hell did he go? There he is. Pirates striking out 18.5% of the time. He's striking out 22.6% of the batters he faces. Pretty high hard contact rate, but he's getting decent ground balls, limiting the damage at that. Pittsburgh's team total. It's only 427. They say lefties hit 355, righties 351. Pretty decent punt play, though. Um, pretty good upside with Marquez. You go on. People will recommend Brian Johnson against Philly. Philly has hit lefties well. Um, they hit Price pretty well. They just got Price got off the hook a few times. Johnson's an okay pitcher. Everyone remembers that shutout. He's not as good as that. He's good, but not as good as that. His last start out, four and a third, eight hits, three earned, two Ks against Detroit for 2.4 points. I'm not saying he's going to be that bad, but he's not—he's more that guy than he is a shutout guy. So keep that in mind. I'm not going with Johnson tonight. He can pitch great. It's at Philly, too. It's, a, it's the two games in Boston, two at Philly. So you know, they lose the DH, but uh, which might benefit him, but also he might get pinch hit for sooner. Next up, Matt Shoemaker, 6300 bucks against the Yankees. Yankees have gone out to L.A., and they've got shut down in a couple games. Last night by Mr. Ramirez, who we've used quite a few times this year. Not last night, but quite a few times. The maker of shoes, uh, it's hot and cold with this man. 
and it's usually on the road at home. He's been pretty good. Last home start against Minnesota, six and a third, five hits, two earned, five Ks. He's usually going to get you five or more strikeouts against Chicago White Sox at home, 24-3, 29-1 versus Detroit, 17-9 versus Oakland. All very solid numbers. We know the Yankees are a damn good ball club. There's no hiding that. They can explode at a moment's notice, and they probably will. Uh, they do strike out almost 22% of the time. Shoemaker, 21.6% K rate. Decent swinging strike rate. Hard contact is not ideal at 36.3. Home run to fly ball at 14.4 against a Yankees team is scary. But something you won't see very often. Fourth lowest on the day, third lowest on the slate is the Yankees team total at 3.89. Lefty's hitting 311, righty's 320 off Shoemaker. Most people will not touch a pitcher versus the Yankees, and I get it. But GPP-wise, tremendous upside with Shoemaker at $6,300. Now we go down. Do not touch Matt Harvey. I don't care if he throws a gym. Do not touch Matt Harvey. Liriano is intriguing at $5,800 for Toronto. Tons of K potential, but the home run potential is there as well. But the price tag super cheap for the upside. I'm not all in on Liriano, but I can see it if you want to roll the dice, like massively roll the dice on a GPP just because the price point alone is real goofy. The last guy I will mention, Mike Montgomery making the spot start once again for Hendricks for the Cubs. He's 5300 bucks. The concern, he's not completely stretched out. His last spot start, he went four innings, three hits, two earned, five Ks, big K arm, but he went 73 pitches. If I'm guessing he's still going to be stuck between like the 70 to 80 pitch range. They might extend him more, which would be outstanding. If they do, we get great value here. But he's, So the win might be in question. It's a real risky place because you don't know how long he's going to go. But McCarthy, like I said, huge K-arm. I mean Montgomery. Huge K-arm going up against the Mets. 21.1% strikeout rate. He has a 57.9% ground ball rate. Low hard contact. Low home run to fly ball. The Mets team total. Where would it go? A 4-4-5, lefties 252, righties 303 off of Montgomery. There are a couple righties that will worry you. Suspedes, Flores, maybe Lagares, maybe the catcher, Rivera, Dernod. But other than that, a lot of lefties in that lineup. Some, some that hit lefties well, but as a whole, lefties don't hit Montgomery well. It's a punt play. 5300 bucks. Roll the dice as you feel fit. Okay, we rank it out. Your punts, Marquez, number one. Shoemaker, number two. Montgomery, three. Liriano, four. So you got Kluber, Pineda, Santana up top. In the middle, I'm going McCarthy, Bundy, Walker, Odorizzi. At the bottom, Marquez, Shoemaker, Montgomery, Liriano. Uh, I really like Kluber. I really like... I can get behind Pineda. I really like McCarthy. And then Marquez and Shoemaker on big on. So I'm going to be building around those guys for the most part. I'll sprinkle in some others. But those are my main building blocks at the plate. Let's get to your bats on tonight's 11-game slate. And we'll kick it off with the catcher's position, which is always an interesting one, and it's always led by Mr. Gary Sanchez. 5K at the Angels. GPP play at any night if you want to roll those dice. Brian McCann, 4,400 at home against Trashner. Love the play. If you're paying up for catcher, McCann's a great play against Cashner tonight. Cashner finally got his... Stuff pushed in last start out, and it should only get better from there. He's been doing it with so much smoke and mirrors, it's disgusting. Um, but 
You got uh, da, 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 Houston 5.04 team total. Lefties 360, righties 331 off Kashner. I hope Houston does it again tonight. I think a lot of people will. They should be the chalk. If you don't go Kashner, you know, Gaddis at 4K against him. Both good plays. Alex Avila, first base catcher against Taiwan Walker at 4,200, is definitely in play if you're fading Walker and paying up at catcher. Uh, Yadi Molina at 36 versus Matt Garza is intriguing. Travis Darnold, I mentioned him against Montgomery, 35. Um, you can build your, your Mets idea around facing a lefty. I want to preface this. I get it, and there's good value there. But again, Montgomery is only going to go four, maybe five innings, and then you got the bullpen, and you might get all righties the rest of the game. So keep that in mind with your Mets stacks. Uh, you got Luke Roy at 35 versus Martez. I didn't mention Martez for Houston because he just doesn't go deep into games. He's got great stuff, but he struggled with control, with walks, and going deep. He goes three, maybe four innings in his minor league starts right now. He's got great upside, but I can't throw him tonight. If he shuts down Texas, awesome. But it's just I'd rather take the gamble on a short start with Montgomery than Martez. So Luke Roy's in play. Jason Castro, four-hit game last night. Guy is hitting the ball so well. 3400 bucks versus Gavaglio. Definitely in play. Um, Chris Iannetta versus Zimmerman. Uh, Zimmerman has reverse splits. He's been getting crushed when you're looking at the D-backs. D-backs have a team total of 4-3-1. Lefty's 347. Righty's 366. So Iannetta at 33 is a very, very intriguing play. If you're fading, Grandal, or fading Kluber, Grandal's 32. Uh, Elias Diaz from Pittsburgh's 31. Chris Herman, catcher out for the eligible. If he gets to start behind the dish at $3,000 is extreme upside. We love Herman when he catches in the right matchups. This is the right matchup. Tons of value at 3K. Uh, da, 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 da. Derek Norris is one of my favorite catchers on the slate. Value alone. He's 2800 bucks. Has a lot of power versus left-handed bats. Liriano is known to give up the home run from time to time. Derek Norris, good upside at 2800 bucks as a cheap punt catcher. Like that quite a bit. If you're fading Mike Leake, Pena's $2,800 from Milwaukee. Uh, the Boston catchers versus Hellickson. Vasquez is $28. Uh, Leon is $25. They're both in play if you're going that route. So some good high-priced options, and then there's some low-priced uh, darts that are definitely in play tonight. Those are the main ones we'll be focusing on. Let's go over to the first base position. But Derek Norris, 28, really good value there. First base, Paul Goldschmidt at 54 is in play. Went deep last night. Definitely in play tonight. Jay Bruce, 5K versus the lefty Montgomery's. He hits lefties well. That's a steep price. And you're banking on Cubs bullpen, basically. Cody Bellinger, big double dong night. He's 4,900. I totally get it if you want to play him even as a one-off. That's what I did last night, and it paid off. He's first base outfield eligible. He's a high, high price against a great pitcher. But if you want to do it, I totally understand it. Mark Reynolds, 4800 bucks versus Chad Cool. Forgot to mention Chad Cool. Let me bring him up real quick. Mr. Cool. He's 4700 bucks. So tons of value. Just price tag alone. Colorado strikes out 22% of the time. He's striking out about 18%. 40 1% ground ball rate, low hard contact, low home run to fly ball. The story with Chad Cool is he gets crushed by lefties, getting hit 355. They show righties 351, but you look at Wobas and ISOs, lefties are doing the damage. Now, sure, righties can hit them. Or no, lefties 396, reading the wrong. Lefties 396, righties 288. So it's all about the lefties. 
in Colorado. You got Blackman, and then you got a disappointing cargo. You got Walters at catcher, and maybe Amarista. Those are the catchers you're worried, or the left-handed bats you're worried about. So if you want to punt with Cool at 47, I can 100% get behind that tonight. He's actually been pretty good of late. Um, if you want to get behind Cool, I can get there. I'd probably, now that I relook at my rankings here, I'd probably put Cool behind Shoemaker as my number three. I'd probably go Marquez, Shoemaker, Cool, Montgomery, then Liriano as my punts. Cool. I could definitely see, you know, obviously could get rocked, but I could see some upside there with Cool. Uh, Justin Smoke, 47 versus Odorizzi, definitely in play tonight. Rizzo at 46, leading off is a great play against Matt Harvey. Cubs should be chalky after last night, and rightfully so. Have no problem with that at all. Mitch Moreland, 45 versus Hellickson is a great, great looking play. Mention Avila. Jose Abreu versus Bundy at 42. Um, I like the Sox bats if you're not playing Bundy. I think Bundy's a good play tonight, but the White Sox, 493 team total. Lefty's 321, righty's 315. No problem with Abreu. Uh, Eric Thames versus Mike Leak at 4,200 is in play. He's been slumping, but he's not bad. Um, Marvin Gonzalez, first base outfield at 42, will be low owned with some upside. You got uh, Matt Carpenter's only 3,800 bucks against Garza. It's at home, not Miller Park, but still an interesting play there. Josh Bell, 38's interesting. I like Carp at 38. There's value there, definite value. Kenneth Vargas, 3,600 versus Gavaglio. The power upside uh, for the Twins against... A very bad pitcher in Gavaglio. Twins have a... Where'd you go, boys? Why have trouble re... Oh, they have the highest total on the board. That's why they didn't start there. 5.49 team total. Lefties 319, righties 335 off Gavaglio to get it in. Um, definitely in play there at 3,600. As you go down the list, Guriel at 36 against Kastner. Tommy Joseph versus the lefty Johnson. Some power there at 36. Kendrick Morales continues to be too cheap. He's $3,500. Can totally get behind that. Hanley Ramirez versus Hellickson at $35. Hanley's kind of heating up again. We know how Hanley rolls when he's hot. He gets righties and lefties. He's definitely in play at uh, $35. I want to mention Hellickson is the 11th worst on the barrel fifth the last 30 days, getting barreled 4.7% of the time. He's striking out less than 11% of the batters he faces, so the ball is in play a lot against Hellickson. Miggy Cabrera is only $3,400 for Taiwan Walker. I like that quite a bit. Too cheap for the upside. Carlos Santana, 34 versus McCarthy. Tons of upside there, too, with those two bats. Tremendous power upside. I know the matchups are intriguing on both sides for the pitcher and the hitter. I get it. Tremendous upside with both those bats. Trey Mancini, 34 versus Gonzalez. First base outfield eligible. Upside, Matt Davidson. First base, third base at $3,300. It's definitely worth the look. After Matt Davidson at 33. Jason went deep last night, but don't count on that all the time. Uh, Jose Ozuna at 32 is not bad. Preferring against the lefty, but he gets righties pretty well. Louis Valbuena, 2800 bucks. if you want to throw a dart in the wind for a home run versus Pineda. He's an option, but it's the massive dart in the wind. But some interesting plays at the low threes there, and then you got your big boys to, to build around. Second base, Dozier at 48 is on fire. Hitting lefties, hitting righties. Love Dozier today. Love the Twins today. Again, I love Seattle and the Twins, but I go Twins more Seattle's more contrarian against Santana. Love me some Twins. 4800 bucks. Jose Altuve versus Cashner at 47 is a great play as well. Starting Castro at 45 is not bad, but he's going with a decent pitcher and shoemaker, but not bad. Jonathan Scope at 43, very nice play there. 
Um, you go down the list, Neil Walker, switch hitter at 43 versus Montgomery. Uh, Chris Taylor, 41 versus Kluber if you're punting Kluber. Robbie Snow, 4K, has got some value against Urban Santana. Jose Ramirez, only 3800 bucks versus McCarthy, second base, third base. I told you, Cleveland is priced down. Definitely in play if you're not using McCarthy. Ruggie Odor, 3800 bucks after a double dong. You're going to get Martez and then Houston. Probably a Davinsky game. You can look into playing Davinsky on the mound if you want. Uh, we'll check his price at the end here, and I'll let you know. Could be a Davinsky game. Didn't think about that till right now. Uh, so Ruggie Odor at 38 is in play. Brandon Drury at 37 went deep. Don't count on that all the time, but he's against Zimmerman. I like Ian Happ with some value. Grand Slam last night also struck out four times, but uh, he's 3700 bucks versus Harvey. Good upside there at that price tag. Definitely in play. Kinsler, 36 not a bad value there. Some decent value in the mid-price here at second base. Uh, Eric Sogard, 35 leading off second base shortstop. Wilmer Flores, our boy against lefties, hitting righties well too. Second base, third base, 3300 Definitely a play for the Mets. Like that a lot. I just wish Montgomery would be going longer. Yomer Sanchez, 32 versus Bundy. He's not the best play, but not a bad low-priced option. As you go down some more, you got Taylor Motter at 27 if you need to punt there. And see how the lineups are built. Maybe Daniel Robertson gets to start for Tampa Bay, second base, third base. 2600 bucks versus Liriano. Some nice punt value in that one as well. Let's get into your third baseman, and we kick it off with Jake Lamb. Fifty-two hundred bucks for Zimmerman, an outstanding spot against them. Love Jake Lamb. Arenado at fifty-one is a good play, always a good play. Josh Donaldson forty-seven versus Odorizzi. We mentioned reverse splits with Odorizzi. Donaldson firmly in play. Snow had the night off yesterday. Hopefully, he's back today at forty-six against Gavaglio. Turner against a righty at forty-five. If you're fading Kluber, otherwise it's a high price tag for a dart, but it is a decent dart. Travis Shaw, 45 versus Leak, went deep yesterday. Chris Bryant, 45 versus Harvey's really good price tag when you're the two, four, six, seventh guy down on the third base list and you're facing Harvey and you have that upside. Like that quite a bit. Hernan Perez, 42 versus Leak, is in play. Joey Gallo at 4,200, like that. Manny Machado at 41 is not bad. Castellanos at 4K, not bad at all either. Uh, Kyle Seeger's only 4,000. Mitch and Jose Ramirez, Longoria. Evan Longoria, $3,800 with tremendous history versus Liriano. Or against lefties. Not against Liriano, against lefties. $3,800 for Longoria, great price tag. Um, as you go down the list, it gets a little bleaker at third base. You almost have to pay up or throw a dart like I did last night with Davidson. Davidson's 33. Jericho's 35, slumping, but hits righties well if you want to roll those dice. But Davidson, 33, and Wilmer Flores at 33. Two lower-priced third basemen I like a lot. If you want to get real goofy with your lineup, really goofy, Russell Martin for Toronto is catcher, third base eligible. He's, you know, not consistent. He's struggling, but he's facing Odorizzi with the reverse splits at 3100 bucks. If you want to get different, that's one heck of a way to get different. Just putting that one on the table for you. TJ Rivera got called up for the Mets. He's first base, third base eligible at 2900 bucks against the lefty. He's in play as well. Mentioned Valbuena as a massive dart. So those are your third baseman to attack there. We'll take it over to the shortstop position. You got Elvis Andrews, 4800 bucks, having an amazing year. Worth the price tag. Carlos Correa, 46 definitely in play. Love him tonight versus Kashner. Corey Seager, 45 Bogarts, 44 versus Hellickson. That is a really, really good play with Hellickson. Andrews, Correa, Bogarts, all really good plays. Bogarts, 
save money off the rest. That's your angle. Didi Gregorius, 4,200 bucks in play for sure. Uh, Lindor at 4K versus McCarthy. Some nice value there. You got... Uh, you got uh, Mercer, 37. Eduardo Escobar swinging a good stick for Minnesota. He's third base shortstop eligible at 35. So definitely don't sleep on him if you're making some Twins plays. He's always low-owned a part of that team. Uh, as you go down the list, it's not nearly as good. You got Jorge Polanco at 32 with some value. Addison Russell, 32 versus Harvey with a little value. Javi Baez, second base shortstop at 31 against Harvey. A little value. I can see it. For getting some Cubs exposure. You had Zobers at 31 at second base in the outfield. You can go that exposure if he's in the lineup. Some cheapness there, but he's been banged up. Uh, Tulo's 29. He's struggling mightily, but he's only 2900 bucks for Sotorizzi. And um, as you go down the list, there's not much to like. You'll have to see if they put some cheaper shortstops out there tonight. Let's go to the outfield where you got Aaron Judge, 5600 bucks. Charlie Blackman, 55 versus Cool, is outstanding. Like I said, lefties are going to get the Cool. Blackman's about the only real threat there from the left side. Mookie Betts is finally priced up again. He's 5,300. He's definitely in play. Maven, 5K. Bruce, 5K. Springer at 5K is very, very good. Uh, just as good as the top guys, but he's $5,000 cheaper. So, Kachner's in play. I mean, Springer's in play versus Kachner. Bellinger's in play, like I mentioned. Uh, ben Intendi at $4,800, definitely in play. He's been swinging a really, really, really good stick. McCutcheon's on fire. Doubled on yesterday. He's heating up. He's 4600 if you're on the Fade Marquez train. Aaron Hicks, 46 in play. Noah Mazzara at 46. Oh, my man, J.D. Martinez went deep again last night. 4500 versus Walker. Tremendous upside at that price. C. Dick went deep. He's facing the lefty. Lariano's hit lefties well this year. He's 45. Gardner's 45 and in play. Suspettis versus the lefty at 45. Definitely in play for the match. Justin Upton, 45, swinging a hot stick, is in play. Sensu Chu at 44 is not bad at all. You can go Chris Owens if you want to at 42. Outfield shortstop, I can understand it. Steven Souza at 42 is in play. Definitely in play. I mentioned Thames, Perez, and Gonzalez already. Howie Kendrick against the lefty at 42, I like a ton. I like how he can. I mentioned him last night. He had a couple hits. He's a good play again tonight. Robbie Grossman at 41 is a really good looking play. Jackie Bradley Jr. 41 with some nice upside against Hellboy. Some good outfielders here when you get away from the top. I always tell you guys that. And I do. I use a lot of lineups without the top guys and it works out just fine. Uh, Peralta at 4K versus Zimmerman is not bad. Uh, you got Dexter Fowler at 4K against Garza. Melky Cabrera, $3,900, not bad at all. Bautista, 39 versus Odorizzi is in play. Pham at 39 versus Garza is in play, like all of those. Michael Brantley versus McCarthy is only $3,800. The Trumbo is $3,800. Bradley Zimmers, 37 versus McCarthy, not bad. Ben Gamble, 37. Seth Smith, 37. All interesting plays. Not the best plays, but very interesting. Those three thirty-seven hundred dollars bats will be low-owned with some high upside, but also some... A really low floor, so keep that in mind. Cole Calhoun, 37 versus Pineda. Aaron Althair the, versus the lefty Johnson at 37 is a great price tag. Like that a ton. Odubel Herrera, 37, also in play, but uh, Althair at 37 is really, really good. Lonnie Chisenhall at 35, always low on sneaky play with the Indians like that. Malik Smith, likely not to start against the lefty, but he's 35. 
Beltran, 35 versus Kashner. My boy Kepler, big night last night. He's 3,400 versus Cavaglio. Love that price tag. Price tag went down today. Love it. Adam Jones and Trey Mancini, both 3,400 are in play. Uh, da, 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 da. As we go down the list, Gregory Polanco at $3,300. Some value there. He's struggling with some value. Uh, Eric Young Jr. is up to 3200 bucks. He's swinging it well. Carlos Gonzalez, cargo, 3200 Struggling mightily on the road. Mightily on the road. There's upside versus cool with the left-handed bat, but he's struggling a ton. He's an interesting GPP play at 32 though. I wouldn't completely sleep on him, but don't go all in. Mentioned Chris Herman earlier at 3K. I like that quite a bit. Um, and then... I know I had to miss somebody. You got Juan Lagares at 29 against the lefty. He's in play. Mikey Matuk at 2,800 could be a nice value play in Detroit if he gets a start. Eddie Rosario, three home runs last night. He's been having a pretty decent year. He's only 2,700 bucks. He's going to be as chalky as chalky can be after three home run night. He's in a great matchup against Gavaglio, so I'm all for using him if you want to. But he's going to be extremely chalky, so keep that in mind. And that'll do it for our outfield and our hitters. Let's quick recap your pitchers on the night. Top range, it goes Kluber, Pineda, Santana. In my rankings, in my middle pack, it's McCarthy, Bundy, Walker, Odorizzi. And at the bottom, we're going Marquez, Shoemaker, Cool, Montgomery, and Liriano. Every pitcher tonight has a good amount of risk. There's really nothing quote-unquote safe about it, so be very... Very careful on going too heavy on one guy, I'd say. When you're looking at your stacks, real quick, I told you I'd do something for you. Let's look up Chris Davinsky's price. Davinsky's 4K tonight. If you want to roll the dice there that he throws three or four innings out of the pen and gets you five-plus Ks at 4K, I can get behind Davinsky at $4,000. Just want to throw that one out there. I can definitely see a punt play with 4K with Davinsky and load up on even more bats tonight. I have no problem with that at all. For your bats, Twins, 5.49 team total, 319 versus lefty, 335 versus righty against Gaglio. Twins, supremely in play. The one thing I will say against Davinsky, you don't know for sure that he's going to play. It's highly likely this is a Davinsky game, but it's not 100%, so you could put 4K in. He never even sees the game, so keep that in mind. But Twins, phenomenal stack. Nationals, that's early slate. You got the Orioles versus Miggy Gonzalez, lefty's 320 off Miggy. Orioles, interesting stack there. Houston versus Kachner, outstanding 504 total. 360 lefties, 331 righties. Love the Astros. Seattle's got a 501 total versus Santana, so they're an intriguing stack. Definitely intriguing there. White Sox versus Bundy. Red Sox versus Hellickson, a 487 total like that. Uh, Cardinals versus Garza, 486 total. Lefties hit 350 off Garza, like a little Cardinals action indeed. Toronto versus Odorizzi, reverse uh, splits there is definitely worth a look. Tigers versus Walker, Phillies versus Brian Johnson, lefties 160, righties 350. So like out there, um, I mentioned Howie Kendrick, you got Tommy Joseph, some good righties to attack there. The Cubs versus Harvey is a great play, lefties 362, righties 316. Should be extremely chalky, but I love it, absolutely love it. And there's a couple others as you go down the list, but those are the main ones to attack. Don't forget the Indians versus McCarthy can be interesting. Um because of this, their value alone. Rockies versus Cool, the left-handed options. But those ones up top of your big stacks, get at it. Good 11-game slate. Previewed the three-game. If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter, at BDNTrick. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. 
Bench with Bubba, episode 41, U.S. Open preview, DFS betting, course preview. So much more with DFS Golf Gods is out. Also check out DFS Golf Gods, uh, U.S. Open DFS preview. Tons of stuff to get you ready for the Open that kicks off tomorrow morning. Going to be awesome there at Aaron Hills. Good stuff. Um, also, Around the Bases, episode 16 with myself and Boston Mo is out on your listening devices. will be posted later today on the article's but ton to get at, ton to enjoy. The Mitch Stacks will be out again today. But more importantly, good luck. Let's cash on this 11-game slate. Be careful on the three-game. And I'll catch you guys tomorrow. This was MLB, MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, June 14th edition. I'm out.